2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Okay, here we are straight after Anzac Day. Well, it was a a great day. I really enjoy Anzac Day. I think it's one of the traditions. Someone actually asked me the other day on Anzac Day, you wonder what would happen in 50 years, whether or not we'll still have these traditions given the cultural change in Australia. And I, I, I sincerely hope that I won't be around in 50 years, but I sincerely hope that we don't change those environments and we keep those traditional days going. Anyway, down to small business. Big business. Well, small business is going to become big business. I've got in front of me today, Dave. Dave's built a very interesting platform and we always talk about aggregation and intermediation. Um, I'm going to get Dave to tell us about his business, what it's called and what the business does, and we're going to have a chat about that concept intermediation and the risks and uh, advantages and benefits and how you can make lots of money out of these intermediation platforms, but also what happens if you get it wrong. Um, I wrote about this recently, um, and I think it's worthwhile having a real-life discussion with somebody like Dave today about it. Um, welcome, Dave. Hi, Mark. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, g'day, Nico. G'day.
2: Jakey. Good Jaggy.
1: Hello. Hello. Tell oh, us High Pages. Yeah, just tell us
0: about it. What's yes. the name of the business? Yeah, so the business is called High Pages. H-I? H-I Pages, yep. H-I for Home Improvements. Yep. Um, so basically, we're about helping consumers find tradespeople and to hire tradespeople. So if you think about how we used to hire tradespeople – in the past, or how we used to it, is that you know, you'd go through like a, a listing style, um, uh, a list, and you'd call through maybe ten uh, tradespeople to find the one that was readily and available to help you with that. Um, so we found that people finding that quite uh, complex, and if you think about how busy people are getting, um, people don't have time anymore to do that. Not um, tradesmen as well, and uh, or both uh, from the uh, tradesman side as well, because if you think about, well, let's go, let's go with the consumer first, right? From the consumer, it was about find me that tradesperson that's available and capable to do the job for me, and I want I want that name quickly. Um, so you essentially would post a job, and, and very fast you'd have, you know, we'd give you names of three people that is telling you right now they're ready and available to help you with your job. Right, so we found that um, when we launched that product, consumers really took to that, um, and we started to see a lot of growth from that from that side of the, of the marketplace. From the tradie side, if you think about what they were used to, um, marketing for them was about getting getting to that top spot in Yellow Pages. So you might have seen, you might remember. AAA Aardvark. You got it. AAA local fencing, AAA plumbing, right? And that was a -A 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 skill that they developed to get them to the top spot of Yellow so Pages. it was just
2: an alphabetical thing? It...
0: It, yeah. was, it was an yeah. alphabetical thing, and, that, and that's, you yeah, know, right. we'd see those names and we knew that that's why
1: they were doing that. Right? Yeah, there were people coming out oh. with also, any sort of name that had A-A-A and, as I said, Ardvark, yeah. which is double A-A-R-V-A. They well, it, it started with Aardvark A. Plumbing or something, you know. I, started I, I, with I, A, and then someone went
0: double A, and then they went triple A, and yeah. then I think Yellow Pages said, enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't have any more than three A's in your name. So four A's, you know, that you Pretty know, crude
1: said. and fundamental, but, yeah, it worked. But the
0: funny thing was is that when things went online, that skill to get to the top of yellow pages didn't transfer to Google. Right. Um, and it got more complicated, right? To get to number one in Google wasn't as simple as calling yourself AAA fencing. Yeah, it's You had yeah. to know a lot more about your website, backlinks, content strategies, and that's where it got more complicated. Um, and that's where we fit in. Yeah, so we went and said, look, you know, we're going to make it easy for you to get work online. We're just going to send you jobs. Um, we're going to send you leads of, of customers who, are, who, are, who, who have needs now, and you can accept them when you want. So when your phone rang before when you're on a job, the tradie felt the pressure to answer the phone because if they didn't, that was their marketing dollars being wasted. Um, but through High Pages, um, we can send them a job and if, they, if they're if they not available right now, they just don't accept it.
1: Right, in yeah, our, in- a, so it's sort of like, sort of like, it's not, but it's like Uber for trades people, you know, you, you're finding out who's available, where and where they are. Correct. And how to, geographically can they get to the demand that is where the consumer is. So if I could just quickly summarise it then, High Pages is a technology platform, so it's software-based. Correct. Um, which ex- accepts or uh, um, uh, garners, takes in the demand for services from consumers, uh, so there's demand for electrician or plum or whatever, and then matches it with the supply of the tradesperson. Correct. Right. So, and that that's a pretty typical intermediary uh, model. That's, there's lots of those things that are out there in the marketplace, not necessarily in, in tradesman environments, but yep. generally speaking, yep. um, in all sorts of marketplaces. Correct. What is your? Why did you do this? I mean, I mean, I, don't tell me that I understand there was demand for you, except. But what's your background? Why did you? Are you a tradesperson, or did you have a bad experience, or how did the problem arise? And how? Why did you come up with a solution? Um, yes, yeah, so, so good question. Um, so I started All my questions are good questions. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Um, so I started the business 12 years, 12 years ago. Oh, really? It's a 12, 12-year-old 12 business? It's a 12-year-old business. Wow. Correct. Okay. Um, For so, everyone who's listening, it doesn't happen overnight. That was my last article. Just start small, I guess, and build yeah. it up. I always said we are going to be the, the longest overnight success. So Good on you. There you go, 12 years. Um,
0: so, yeah, so, we, um, so, uh, so my background is in, in IT. So I'm a software developer. I'm an engineer by background, by education. Um, so I started actually by getting into the natural health industry. So I got into the, uh, it was about helping people find online natural therapists. So I just, I noticed in the market that there was just, it was a people didn't know what shatsu ac- acupuncture massage was. Um, and that's how the business started. But very, very quickly after that, we started noticing that the larger problem set of finding businesses online um, it extended further than just the natural health industry and that's when we got
1: into the trades. So that's interesting. So you started off, um, you, 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 did you build a software and build a marketplace for um, natural therapies and Correct. consumers? Correct. Okay. But that didn't fly?
0: Um, so that that did fly and it's actually still a very successful business and it's still around today. We've got a team of people that looks after that business. It just didn't have the size and the scale as, as the home improvements
1: business. Okay, so you worked out you wanted to do something with uh, bigger scale potential? Correct. Uh, okay, so you had a crack at something. Yep wasn't the brilliant success you wanted to be, it's successful, yep. good enough, still happening, probably yep. gives you a nice sort of cash flow, et cetera. Yep. But then you thought, no, now I'm going to use the skill and everything I've learned from that environment and put it in place into a bigger environment, which is more scalable. Was yeah, that your correct. thinking? Correct, although it kind of happened within three months of each other.
0: Um, so while we're getting traction and momentum on the natural health business, we started at the same time. So um, we felt like both, we felt like that to do both at the same time, we get more economies of scale. Um, we were building a, a sales engine. We had, like, staff. We had operations. We had um, a lot of an operation behind the business. And we felt that just on the one market, we wouldn't be able to afford to, to build that up if we just had the, the one
1: industry on Okay, own. so because I think people listening need to, you know, uh, need to share, we need to share your experience with everybody and why you got into something and the skills that you brought to the table. So as an engineer, engineering covers a lot of areas. Um, as an engineer, what skill did you bring to... Developing either one of those uh, platforms, let's, but let's talk about, you know, you know, the the matching of consumers and um, tradespeople. Let's talk about that one. Yep. Um, so. So the skill
0: set I brought in yeah. into the business was, was an engineering, so software development. So, so you're a developer. I'm a developer. Yeah, yep. right. So I, I had the advantage of, and, and you, you know, I speak to a lot of people. Programmer. Who, mm-hmm. you, you, can, you can write you can write the programs. I'm a programmer. That's Yeah, I can write the but software. But did you write the program or did you get an off-shelf thing? I write the program. Right. Okay. So I wrote the very first version of the program. Right. Um, I now have 35 developers who whinge about the code that I wrote because yep. they're so it's you know. I think it's good code, but it's they can plan So I wrote in PHP, um, just it was was the code at the time. So, you know, I talked to a lot of, um, to, to to change it all. Oh, it's, it's been, it's been evolving ever since. Sure. Yeah. It's constantly being, being, um, being developed, but I talked to a lot of guys who, who start companies and, and, um, having that advantage of being able to write the software myself meant that I could create exactly what I wanted. Because there's a lot of loss in trying to explain to somebody what you want, mm. um, and then in getting actually what you want.
1: Because I mean, the, the the program or the the, the software yeah. is something that develops part of the experience for the consumer and for the absolutely for the tradesperson. Um, how do you think the language you used it was twelve years ago now? Yes, um, is that coping? Is that delivering the experience that every other coding language would deliver? Or yep. would you prefer to start in something else today? Oh, I think I think there's new things. I, I
0: think fundamentally the platform's a good platform and, and, and the guys are happy with the underlying platform. But the advantage I had was that because I was talking to customers on the phone, I'd, I I there's this thing about having empathy for your customer and being able to bring that into a software development um, uh, landscape. So I'd be talking to customers on the phone in the morning and that night I'd be coding the solution to those problems. Yep. So what I found was happening was I was able to deliver for my customers exactly what they wanted on a daily basis. Um, and that was just a big advantage for me. And if you think about the alternative is you'd have an idea and then you'd have to brief a team offshore and then, you know, weeks later
1: you'd have you'd have a, a solution to that. So, so I was, Nick, I was able to rapidly... I'd like to ask Nick something because, like, Nick's has some experience in this area as well of his own business um, and Hagler. Um, in terms of the customer experience, Nick, I mean, what... How important is... Getting
2: it right from the beginning in terms of the uh, the, the software language S- and the, Some would say not not too important straight off the bat. They you know a lot of people argue this MVP thing where you put it out you know as you think it would work and then you sort of learn from customer feedback as you go. Um, but it's imp- it's important to do what Dave was was talking about. You know, like get it out there. You know, get the feedback from your customers and then make the improvements off the back of what. What your customers are telling you should should be not what you think it should be. Real time too, so you're not doubling up. So you, so you well, sort of like you well, fi- no, no, tr- no, no, like just not 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 um, not going with what you think should be the customer experience. Yeah, no, so you talk to the customer in the morning,
1: is. then he yeah. then he. Wrote some code that night, yeah. and then presumably you got some feedback over the next couple of weeks yes. of what you yeah, decided yeah. that night, yeah. It's, it's, not exa- a, it's not exactly real time, No, not real yeah. time, you know. I yeah, yeah, mean, like yeah, it's yeah, as close yeah. as possible, you know, like yeah, I, mean, exactly. well, I meant real time in sort of yeah. a broader sense, but you're doing you it, because, iterate.
2: Yes. yeah, because
1: you otherwise you're just wasting a lot of time. I mean, yeah. it's inefficient, absolutely. And that's the so the advantage from your skill you bring is you build bring in an efficiency, correct, as opposed to you said having to send it over to India or. Ukraine is somewhere where they're writing all the stuff for you. Then they don't quite understand it. There's you know there's um, interpretations etc involved and. So you, you got an efficiency built into this process. absolutely, and it still took you twelve years, but yeah. it's amazing.
2: Well, there's a lot of hindsight. Well, the business as well. has changed. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not just necessarily. You you know, it didn't take you twelve years to build it, but you've evolved the business from work, the acupuncture therapies to where it is today. Absolutely, yeah. And, so can, and, and can, I, can I just like confirm some of these numbers? Like I'm reading all the stats that Vuki sent through. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Vuki's David's publicist. One point three five billion worth of jobs processed. Last year, is that yep, right? Absolutely, yeah. One point yeah. three five billion. Yep. So one point three five billion in invoices to customers from tradespeople.
0: No, so, so yeah, so they're jobs posted. Oh, um, jobs posted. Yeah, jobs posted. So right. that's that's the that's the work they're quoting on. We estimate right. that it's anywhere between forty and sixty percent. Um, okay. What what gets completed? It's just like unpicking
1: freelancer
2: a bit, like. Uh... No, are a different style, different. Different tradespeople, you know, like they're different. They're, they're no, but they are mean, tradespeople, but they're more in the you know technologies. But I don't so mean spe-
1: specifically, but indicating how you unpick a broader based business like freelancer to make it more specific in a specific area, specific skill based, being tradespeople as opposed to yeah. the broader. Yeah. I feel the, like that's happening. I, I think the fundamental differences would be that
0: um, we're very location specific. Um, So when you need a freelancer, say offshore, if you need someone to build a website for you, there's 9 million people um, in these countries that can help you build a logo. If you need a concreter in Vaucluse, there's about 10 guys that can help you. Um, And in my business, we need to make sure that we've got those 10 guys in that area so that when when, when you need a concreter or an electrician or a plumber or a locksmith or a landscaper, chimney sweep, Whatever that is 1,300 categories that we cover. We need to make sure that in every location, for every category, we have that coverage. And, and do you what, have salespeople, people or do the, the tradespeople come to you? How's so, it working? So we do both. So we have an inbound process um, where t- tradespeople do find us, and we have about, um, I would say, close to 2,000 uh, traders a week a we'll, we'll, month will we'll sign up with High Pages, um, will register with us. But we also have an outbound team. That's also sourcing tradies. And ringing the, them up. Ringing them up. And those guys are looking for the gaps. So if we're short for like plumbers in Randwick, uh, we're not short of plumbers in Randwick because we got plenty of plumbers in Randwick, but if we're short for a particular category in an area, yep. um, then we'll call into that area and just fill the gap to make
1: sure that we can meet the, the demand of the, of the customers. And do they wear some sort of logo for you? I mean, do they or do they just wear their own business logo? Is it, is it actually...? No, they wear their own. They okay. wear their, okay. own, their own gear. Okay, so they're not walking with a high-pages T-shirt on or...? Not at this stage. It's a good idea, though. It's a good idea, Well, if you remember um, many years ago, um, Skilled Engineering did something like this, but it wasn't online those days. Yep. Uh, it was, um, And it was Rodney Adler actually set it up uh, originally. And then um, Brad Cooper. Brad Cooper, I think, ran this uh, many, many years ago. And um, it was actually quite a, a good business where they actually used to say when the tradesmen came in your the house, they gave them a pair of things to put over their shoes so they didn't yep. make damage in the house. Um they had a process whereby they swept everything up and cleaned everything up and they actually gave the customer a really great experience as a result of using this particular tradesperson. Yep. Are you
0: going that far yet or...? So, you know, I, I think um, already now we're starting to set a standard of, of how we want our tradespeople to interact with our, with our uh, customers. Um, so we're, sort of, we're we're advising them and guiding them. On, Do you train them? On how they, we, we give them, we, we, give them, we onboard, educate them. You onboard them? We onboard them and we educate yeah. them. Um, but if you could look in the fullness of time... Um, that will look like you know more standard, standardised, uh, standardised practices of, yeah, yeah. of the experience. So eventually, like you know, when trades, when a high paid tradesperson shows up in your house, mm. you know they take the shoes off at the door,
1: open the door, the polite, yeah. how they behave. You know we can really educate them on, on just educating them on how to grade because that improves their business. Absolutely. So okay, let's say we've got some bloke comes to my place. So you, that, I understand how the intermediation works. Some bloke comes to my place. He's a or he's a woman. She's a, he or she's a great electrician, um, and you know, take the, they take the shoes off. They put a pair of whatever on and they're very polite, they do the job, they clean up, they're efficient, all works, not too expensive. Instead of spending five hours, they do it in three hours. Um, um, I'm happy with the whole process. Um, and, I th- and the next week, uh, they leave them at their business card. And the next week, I've got another problem somewhere else in the house. I need the same tradesperson. What stops me from going direct to them and not coming back through you? So nothing stops you from... From going direct to them. Because this is um, – and, David, I want to stop you because I want people listening to this to, to, to think about this. This is the process of disintermediation where I, the consumer, disintermediate you. In other words, I bypass you and go direct. Correct. So it's a risk for anybody setting up a, an intermediary that yep. they have to, have to build something that protects the business from losing that connection between me and the tradesperson. Yep. So, And everyone's going to be tempted to do it, by the way. yeah. So what, what do you do? Um, so look, we we call it, that is leakage
0: um, mm-hmm. in how we think about that. Um, the way we charge the tradesperson is for, and the way we position it to the tradesperson is that they've paid to meet you, mm. um, and as a customer, and whether you do one job or thirty jobs um, with, with that tradesperson, they've they've already paid us to meet you, right? Um, and that's how we structure our
1: our, our payments. Um, is there a better way of doing that? Um, so you have a contract with a tradesperson, an agreement, yep, that says. You, uh, let's say Nick Boris is the transport person, you, Nick Boris, have paid uh, uh, high pages for the right to deal with Mark, Mark Boris, the consumer. Correct, yep. Um, and what are you saying, therefore, Nick, every time you talk to Mark Boris, you have to pay us a commission or how's it work? Do, do I pay so, you a commission or is he...? It's just a lead. Yeah. So so what... you,
2: they, they don't pay as a... They don't clip the job. They pay for the pay for the lead, for, for, correct. Yeah, but example, that, but, saying, details,
1: but that, the benefit out of that lead are you is forever. Every time Nick deals with me, correct, he has to pay you, correct. Yes. Yeah, so the way for to the think, lead. So yes. Yeah, so if if Mark um
0: if Mark is the is the customer, right. So Nick's paying to communicate with you. Now, if, if you don't end up having a job, right, or you don't end up going ahead with, with your job, you still pay. Nick still pays. But if you have thirty jobs, then Nick um, still pays. Yeah, you, Mark still pays uh, the, the one the one fee.
1: Yeah,
0: whether you don't go ahead or you get thirty jobs. So there's no, there's, no, so there's, there's a downside no. in the Business. upside.
2: Yeah, there's no like you're saying lead is just to connect us once. Yep. Right, and even if there's no job, eventuate, I, I still have to pay as, as a, a, the, uh, the trades- as, as, to tra- pay, yeah. as the tradesperson. But and then there's no, you know, if I if I cut if I cut David out from there on, I don't have to pay you, David. Right. That's that's the way yeah. the model, That's the way the. So you aren't you aren't yeah potentially. The potential to be disintermediated is still there with with you. So the contract customers. doesn't stop Nick from yep. dealing with me. It yep. doesn't,
1: at all. right? Okay. So, so tell it, us how you're dealing with it. So how do you do it? Because that sort of semi encourages Nick to. Well, it's not a barrier for Nick to come and deal with me. Yeah. So exactly. you don't try to do it contractually.
0: So so the 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 way I think about that is is um, the first part of finding of you finding each other is where the problem state lives. Right? Is because you didn't know, you had a problem in your home. Um, you needed someone, we helped you find somebody and that's where the problem is. Now you've got the person's business card, you like the the tradesperson, so you know, there's less of a problem in there. T- so we need to find a way that we can actually add value in that process. Yeah,
1: that's 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 the issue, I and mean, that's what everyone everyone listen to. It's about what value does i page high pages add to the process. Yep, absolutely. What and what do you do about that? So the way the way we're addressing that is, is, is in twofold.
0: Um, so one part is through the mobile, through the mobile app. So we've, we've launched an app uh, about a year ago or uh, a long time before that, but we had a significant upgrade to the app that's kind of really helping us take it to the next level, which is in messaging, right? So, so when you think about the tradesperson and, and the card, um, you could actually, like, like a WhatsApp-style messaging, you can communicate with the tradesperson. Mm-hmm. So what we want you through the do, app? Through the app. Through your app, yeah. Through the app. So what we want you to do is that when you think about hiring that plumber again, that you'd come into the app and, and send a message and and
2: um and, and communicate that way the right. se- the second and in which case you, so after i've i've come back to the i've come back to the up, come back to the website whatever it may be um and then for you to put me in touch with that same person again you're charging for the lead again the second time
0: no so we so okay so taking out the charging side of it yeah. like just let's think about how we're going to add value yeah sure um we can add value in that way
2: okay to make to yeah, make it hopeful sure
0: absolutely um the, the second part of that is um is the payments so we have a payment facility that we've launched this year that, that we're finding consumers and tradespeople are both finding it really easy. Um, so, you know, Nikki mentioned before that you had a job where the trade invoice you, yep. and I think you paid them a couple of weeks later. Yep. Um, so we have an instant payment, like an Uber-style payment, where literally when the job's done, you click one button and the job has been paid for. So you get the credit card details and you just... Credit card details registered and
1: they can yeah, pay. Yeah, right, okay. Um, so that's helpful for both sides because um, it removes that friction. Do point. you issue to the tradespeople a credit card machine that you attach to your mobile phone, you know, these uh, new ones that are out now? So we, we don't have that because it's all inside the app. Right. Um, so literally the, the, the consumer
0: will, put their, will take a photo of their credit card in the app, similar to like you do it in Uber, um, and we've got the, the consumer's credit card registered. Right. So okay. they just click one button and we, we can uh, transfer the money straight what to the And what about trader. GST and all sort of stuff? Um,
1: um, so d- we're just a payment provider. Right, okay. The tradie pays the GST. Right, okay. So you, collect the, 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 you don't collect oh, the, the, the money, though? Does. the tradie You don't collect the money, though. It goes direct to the tradesperson? So
0: we, we, we transfer the money directly to the tradesperson. So you do collect it? Uh, we
1: collect it, but we we pass it straight through straight the tradesperson, right? Yeah. Immediately, immediately. Yeah. Okay. So the tradesperson. So you're adding value to the tradesperson, sort of semi discourages them to try and deal direct with the person because um, they don't have to worry about all the paperwork. A lot of It makes sort of, it a lot easier. for it's them. Just easier. So, so what I'm what I'm trying to get to here is um, for those people, people listening, is that in order to stop yourself from being from leakage, because <laughs> you're doing all the work. I mean, you you're, you're, you're putting up the website, you're yeah. finding the lead, et cetera, et cetera, then you're placing them and matching them. Yep. So in order to stop leakage from that process, because you're investing in that, um, so that'll create losses otherwise, um, you're gonna, you're adding value, and the ways you're adding value is actually take some of the administration away from the tradesperson because you know tradespeople don't like doing administration. Correct. Especially collecting payments. the same as consumers. It's sort of seamless. I mean, if, if someone comes to my place, does the work, and I don't have to worry about paying them, I'm pretty happy about that yep. Like, I mean, I know, and I, this sounds a bit silly, but I have a doctor... Um, who I send all my sons go and see. And none of us have to pay what well, we pay, but it gets paid through my office. And I quite like the fact that I don't have to worry about standing there doing all that stuff after. And yep. I, I just literally go in, see him, walk out. I don't even have to say goodbye to anybody. And I know all yep. the boys do the same thing when they go to see him. So,
2: so, that, so Dave, you've added that value. What, what, how does that translate into more revenue for your business?
0: Um, so, it, look, it's a good question. Yep. And that, that's something that we're working through, um, working mm-hmm. through at the moment. Um, um, the way I think about that is, is that is that, um, and this is from 12 years of running a business, is I start with the value part first and just focus on that. Sure. Um, absolutely focus on working on the value part and think about ROI for my customers yep. at the same time. So if I'm adding value, um, I think what's going to happen is there'll just be a more efficient way um, for us to um, – it, it'll open up new revenue models for us that I think will be a lot more efficient, better for our customers mm. and enable us a next level of growth, I think, is, what, is what's what's going to happen.
1: So where's the where's – the, where are you finding the most friction, in other words? Is it fi- – is it – is it getting get consumers um, asking for a job to be done or is it finding the tradesman is it on the supply side or is it on the demand side? Oh, look, there's challenges with both sides. Um, but if you think about the concept of the lead model, um,
0: you know, when a tradesperson pays for a lead, there's still that friction point of that maybe they didn't get the job and that, that introduces a friction. So if you think about a tradesperson who paid for five leads and still didn't get a job, you can imagine how they're going to feel about that.
1: Yeah, what's the conversion rate, like?
0: generally speaking. Oh, lead yes, the job. I'll hear you guys talking about eighty percent conversion rate to sometimes twenty
1: five percent conversion rate. And that'll rate. come down a lot of times to the to the tradesperson to I, mean, like, I mean I have it in the big road. So you know we have a lead based business, we hand it out to our franchisees, um, and some franchisees convert ninety percent. Other franchisees complain because they only convert ten percent. There's a lot lot of times it's because you don't ring back within two hours. Um I, I guess you guys got you got is your leads SMS based? To your uh, tradesperson, it's it's mainly app based, right? Yes, yeah, so we have
0: forty five thousand traders with the app, and yep. we send them leads in, in a in like a tradie app. And what if you tell me you want them to ring the customer within what period of time? What's the so the tradies know to call the customer pretty quickly um, because they're generally competing with two others. Yeah, I see You set it up, so, okay. so they have to be pretty quick, right? But look, you're right on the conversion rate, and it's also in the industry because we, we all, You can use high pages to do a, build a new home, right? So we got builders that would do million dollar homes. Um, so that builder. Um, might need 30 leads to get that one job, and he's okay with that, right, because he, he just needs that one lead to convert um, because, you know, a million-dollar home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if he paid us a few thousand dollars in leads to get to that, he's quite happy. Yeah, yeah, um, just, because yeah. he Because he wants to keep quoting, right? He wants to make sure he's out there in the market quoting for jobs so he can get that, that one job, um, you know, that's going to last him for the year. So they're all kind of different conversion rates. Or if you look at a cleaning job, they can't afford to get one in 30. These guys need, you know, like a good 50% conversion rate on jobs.
1: Um you know, so it depends on the industry and and, it, and then, like you said, depends on the quality of the tradesperson. And how do you market high pages? Because, I mean, obviously one of the benefits you bring to the tradespeople is that, look, I'm in the marketplace, you know, and I market high pages. How, how do you do that? I mean, efficiently because it costs money.
0: Yeah, it does. So we started with um, with a lot of the online marketing. Um, so we recognised that the tradies coming into online, that they didn't have the time to to navigate Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Google and SEO and paid AdWords and all this kind of stuff. So we went and did all of those things to funnel as much traffic as possible into our website for people that were looking for trades. And and when you talk about 1,300 categories from like installing dishwashers to electrical faults, like there's a lot of combinations in there. We're funneling all this traffic in there and then sending them to our trades. That was kind of the first phase of that. Um, the phase that we're in right now is we're continuing that to scale those channels. Um, but now with a partnership with News Corp, that we now have um, a lot of above the line. So it's kind of brand and letting people know that. Can you explain that, the News Corp partnership? Yeah. So the News Corp partnership um, happened late last year, December. Um, and you know, a lot of that was around um, assisting us with, um, we, with our, our branding. What sort of partnership is it? Are they, they a shareholder or? Oh, sorry, yeah, they're an investor, yeah. So, so, so News Corp have
1: invested into your business, yep. yeah.
0: News Corp invested for 25% stake in the company. Yep. Um, that was late last so year.
1: cash in and leave it in?
0: Um, yes, yeah, so or it's ma- they
1: put advertising. In? How, how so
0: it was majority cash deal, right? Um, but there was um, part of that as well is we got uh, some advertising, right? Uh,
1: advertising See. as well, so it's significant amount of advertising. Yeah, yeah. and uh, News Corp are pushing it through their various um, properties. Correct. Right. So and they're, they're basically they're doing your advertising they're doing your ad placement for you. Correct. Without you having to go through any. any, any, any. So what's important about this to those people reading, listening, I, I should say, is that. Um, um, when, you're, when you've got a marketplace business, you've got to market the bloody thing. You actually, you know, That's one of the things you add, one of the advantages you add to, you offer, I should say, to the tradespeople in your case um, or the supply side in your case. And you have to be able to um, prove to these organisations, these tradespeople, these supply people, that you actually can advertise more efficiently and how to get a broad awareness than they can on their own. Absolutely. So it's important. Well, it's, it's very good, very valuable if you can get yourself a... Um, media organisation to be to be your partner. Absolutely. So in the case of Yellow Big Road, my company I've got Channel Nine. So you're saying you're News
0: Limited. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know how that works, right? So you, I mean, we ha- we have a media agency, an agency who who deals with all of our publishers. One of our publishers is News Corp, um, obviously we have a, a good relationship with them. And when you have a good relationship with News Corp, obviously you know, they, they really sort of look out to try and find a good opportunities for us to, to, to promote the brand.
1: Yeah, so um, well, it's obviously good why they will do it, because if the more they can promote the brand, the more profitable business becomes, the more they may get their
2: 25% stake. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any competitors?
0: Um, yeah, we have a couple of competitors. The good news is, is that um, we're leading the way. Yep. Um, in terms of all our competitors. Um, Yellow Pages is still out there in the market as well, but I think that's the um, they're still the old way of, of, sure. of, of how people used to look for things. Um, but we're in a good position that we are leading the way you know, by four probably four times the size of our nearest competitor. Um, but we're far from that household brand. And if I walk on the street right now and ask people if you've heard of High Pages, you know, most people are still going to... I'd have to explain the concept. Sure. I think the biggest challenge we have at the moment or, or what's in front of us is actually defining a category. So I liken it to... When, when vacuum cleaners first came out, it was Hoover, right? You used to sweep the floor. But now there's a new way of, of sweeping the floor. It's called a vacuum cleaner. You switch it on, you suck it up, and it cleans it for you, right? And it's called Hoover. Um, so we're in the situation right now is that if you tell people about finding a tradespeople and you ask them how they go about it, there's no way that they say they do it. They ask my dad, I asked my uncle, I asked yeah, my brother.
2: You want, you want to try and do the, the, the Breville and the Hoover, like be the, brand, be the process, but synonymous with the brand. Correct. Yeah, yeah. People will so, so refer no to something as a jacuzzi, but it's the hot tub Correct name. Yeah.
0: Correct. So, so, yeah, yeah. so, this concept of tell high pages your problem and we'll sort it out for you.
2: Yep.
0: It doesn't exist. People don't know about that. Sure. They, I still have to think, well, can I find some kind of list? So well, maybe I'll go to Google that, or right, I'll ask someone. The correct. I
2: mean, like their directory. Correct. The yellow, everyone just referred to it as the yellow
0: page. Well, if you yeah. ask people today and say, and it's a funny thing about customers, right? if you ask people today where they go to find tradespeople, a lot of them will say yellow pages, but then you kind of follow them. And then they're on Google, they're on Facebook, they're ringing their own class. So I thought you said you go to Yellow
1: Pages. So, well, well so I thought I was going to do, but it's not actually what I did. So, well, how are you going to do that? I mean, how are you going to, like, if I think of Vacuum Cleaners, I think of Godfrey, because they've got all the range. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know if Godfrey makes a Vacuum Cleaner. They probably don't. No,
2: but Hoover, Hoover. Hoover's the vet. No, no, I'm
1: talking about Godfrey. If I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking Davies again, I'm thinking about, yeah. if I'm thinking Vacuum Cleaners, I'm thinking about Godfrey's, and Godfrey's have every brand. Yep. Um, right. So, like, and Godfrey's don't even make a vacuum cleaner, but Godfrey's are synonymous with vacuum cleaners for some reason in my yep. mind. I and mean, there's old, you know, yeah. older person sort of view,
2: because
1: yeah. Godfrey, Godfrey's I'm the same in Bonner Junction. Yeah, Bonner, Bonner, Exactly. Street. Yeah. And there's one in, uh, you know, Southern Cross Drive at the, you know, the super centre there. Yep. Yeah. There's Godfrey's everywhere. Yeah. And um and Godfrey's advertise all the time. Yeah. Yep. All the time. They're mental, but they don't even make a bloody vacuum cleaner. Um. Uh, Aussie homelands are the same thing as Yellow Road. We're synonymous with um, lending money. John does not lend any of his own money. He lends everyone else's money. He's a marketplace. You're saying that you want high pages to become that brand. Correct. Um, How do you get people to, how do you get people's thought processes to actually collectively think that way? So. um, Apart from time. Yeah. Time, well, we've done our
0: time, right? Um, So it's. The way we can look at that is it's one person at a time you you have to delight people one person at a time with the experience it's got to be it's got to be great experience one at a time like this notion of you know bring up a marketplace and tomorrow you're going to be household brand everyone's going to love you um i think is a bit of a myth um we've had last year alone over one million people use the platform um to post jobs um, and that's already like a base of people that they're already using us in a marketplace. Um, so we have 80,000 people a month that use the website.
1: Do you we encourage
0: them. them to those people to go off and tell everybody? So so this is this is the journey that we're on right now, right? is, is you, you have what you call the early adopters. So these are the people who when you have a new technology, new platform that they'll jump on and they'll try. They'll find you. Yeah. And then you have like you know my mom, my dad, who my mom you know when a while ago would we, never go online to put a credit card online and now she's purchasing flights and she's doing everything online, right? Um, so, because you know, I brought her onto that. So you have the early adopters to tell the early majority about it. So if you think about fifteen percent of the market, one million people use a platform, we're already at that stage where we've got the early adopters using high pages for for their trades. So now it's about us educating them to for them to start telling the rest of the country. So all that groundwork. If you think about the the, the the base of the cake, that work's been done. Um, you know, we have a million people use a platform. We've got a great product. The system works. You've used it yourself. You've seen mm-hmm. how it works. Um, it's a good product. It works. It's just now about fanning that and continuing it. And getting people to recommend it. And getting people to recommend, mm-hmm. share. So I've got good position now. We have 240 people in the company. So a lot of that is in the operations, managing the marketplace. But there's a lot of smart people in the company now who are thinking about these challenges and, and working on these problems.
1: Where do you go to keep your costs down like... Uh You've got 240 people that are all housed somewhere. I mean, where do you? I mean, you're out at Lady Penrith, or where are you? Somewhere cheap? Um, actually, just in Pitt Street. So Pitt Street, shit. Yep,
0: That's expensive. Um, yeah. So look, we manage we manage our costs. We're in a growth phase at the moment, um, but that's not to say that we're not lean in what we do. Um, so you know, we have a strong team in Sydney, um, and we have a, a team in, in the Philippines as well that's assisting us with operations. So so that gives us scale.
1: And anyway, um, just, I think we should just quickly talk about the Philippines because um, that's become a new phenomenon of late and you know I know you yeah, will be great we do the same thing we use Philippines for certain certain work especially um, inputting a data etc um, what do you use the Philippines for and why?
0: Yeah so if you think about um, a million jobs posted last year and you think about the 70,000 trades we have in the platform there's a lot of processing work that we have because um, we check all the trades licenses we check their ABNs um, we check their credibilities so we're in contact with these guys all the time so we can, we can double check that follow up on lots of things so if you imagine through that there's a lot of manual sort of updating kind of processing work um, and that group helps us with that. Right. So as we continue to scale the size of the market, that team over there can help us with that scale. The local team in Australia is kind of helping us with the smarts of the business which is you know the marketing, the a um, uh, lot of the, um, the marketing, the the, the the complex customer support issues and, and things like that.
1: And, what, and but, but it's process stuff, so but what biggest risk to your brand,
0: what is it? Um, good question. Um, you know, I think I think we need to be true to ourselves. I think we've got a strong set of values. I think we've got to just keep telling that story and keep being honest.
1: Um, you know, things might go wrong um, along the way, but I think, you know... A home invasion, you, you send an electrician out and he ends up doing a home invasion the next night or something. I mean, I mean what is the risk? Yeah, those sort of things? I, I do worry about those things, and and, and I think you know
0: we, we put processes in place to assist to make sure that we can help out with those situations. Um, so you know if it does happen, we can help with that. What's important is that people understand that, um, if it does happen, that that's not our brand. You know, that's not what we're all about. It's just a mistake. Um, so you know it's really about getting the message out there to let people understand their values. We've got 240 great people in the business that have great intentions, and they all they all every one of them wants every tradesperson to have a a, a good business and every customer to get their job done well. That's what we applaud every single day. So to get that message out there to the to the public that that's what we're all about. That's what we want to do. Um, if we make a mistake along the way, people should understand that they should know straight away. Just call High page, they'll fix it for you. Mm. Don't worry, they'll fix it. it th- that wasn't meant to happen. And that's that's not, value not the experience away. that you're going to have. Absolutely, we've got a, a strong support team. You can call us, you can chat through the app, um, you can you can let us know of any issues or concerns, and and, and we'll deal with that. So it's letting
1: people know that we do that. That's
0: great. That's our biggest challenge.
1: Great success story. Um, you know, where you are, you've got a, a rich register of shareholders now. Um, you've built a business over 12 years. Um, you've got you, you, the largest in the marketplace by four times in terms of your own marketplace. There's plenty of upside, plenty of scalability from here. Um, yep. Well done, David.
0: Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me.
1: Congratulations. Cheers. Cool. Thanks. Thank you.
0: This has been
2: the Mark Boris Podcast. You can follow Mark on Twitter... At Mark Boris. And find out more at markborus.com.au
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work, shopify.com slash work. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.